No mai haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National, Wallace Chapman with you, nice to be here. Now, uh, various US media sources are reporting multiple deaths in the town of Lewiston, Maine, the USA, where there is what police call an active shooter situation, Many, uh, as many as 22 people are dead, uh, and the shooter appears to be still on the loose there, so RNZ will have updates for you on the latest situation on that. But on the show today, an unprecedented legal challenge to police using footage from high-tech number plate recognition cameras, an increasing level of state surveillance, or a great tool in preventing crime. Then after four today. Also, what price do you put on heritage? Wellington Town Hall Strengthening Project now has an overall possible cost of, get this, $329 million. Love it or leave it? What do you think? Our guest today might well have a solution for us. Also this afternoon, if you split up, did you know that KiwiSaver is often viewed as separate property, but in fact... It is relationship property. Did you know that? And on the show, does your partner have a yellow pillow that they'll just not throw out? Throw out? They might after our expert later on the show. And on the panel today, save the school trip or school camp, pleads a writer in The Guardian. And our question today is, what was your memory of a school trip or indeed a school camp? Mine, a large tent full of long drops. And I just tried to hold on all week, couldn't. Text me, <laughs> 2101. First, it's a true story. Or you can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Linda Hellenan, former editor at NZ Gardener, author and broadcaster. Linda, welcome to the program. Hi there. And Simon Pound, managing partner of Ventures at Previously Unavailable and host of the business is boring podcast. Kia ora, Simon. Kia ora. Nice Looking to forward to you. hearing your school trip story or indeed school camp and whether or not they still have them. I don't know. Anyway, to this. Vegemite. As Kiwis know, we all know what Vegemite is. The greatest Australian export alongside Shane Warne. Who hasn't had the argument as a kid on what do you want in that weekly shop? Do you want Marmite? Do you want Vegemite? Well, Vegemite officially turned 100 years old yesterday. 100 years ago, it was first developed by one Cyril Callister in Port Melbourne. With us to discuss is Graham Hughes. He's director at Griffith Business Lab at Griffith University in Australia. Graham, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. You couldn't have a more successful spread, could you? You could not have a more winning product. What other product gets to 100 years old nearly untouched? It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's a bit of a cultural icon. And at first glance, a jar of black paste made of brewer's yeast (laughs) uh, and mixed with salt and celery and onion. It's not a top contender, but uh, it's made it. Who would have thought? Yeah. uh, Every single person listening to this right now will know the taste, will be um, closing their eyes, imagining the taste. What about you, Linda? Uh, I mean, do you have Vegemite in your cupboards? Not right now. I love it. Great stuff. Hate Marmite. Yeah, same. They're so similar, but also not similar Also not, yes. So I'm a Vegemite person, Simon. 
I can't think about it without thinking about a great story my mum tells of when she was an AFS um, uh, fellowship scholar in the States and her family sent her over some and uh, the host family thought it was like a chocolate or hazelnut spread, like a <laughs> Nutella, Nutella kind of thing. And so she puts a you know big spoon and has a great big mouthful and um, it became kind of, you know, part of the lore of the trip. <laughs> Do we know much about Vegemite's origins, Graham? How, in fact... It comes into being. We certainly do. I mean, uh, 1926, um, three months, uh, three years after its creation, Vegemite was sold to uh, to Kraft Foods, um, and they certainly, uh, you know, probably took a little while to find their feet. The happy little Vegemite jingle that I think is probably ingrained into everybody um, didn't start until 1964. Um, so that, along with some medical endorsements um, for the for the products, high levels of vitamin B and folate, really got the the brand moving. Someone says, "Yeah, Paulette says Marmite is too sweet. Yuck, Vegemite, uh, all the way." Um, and it is an Australian product, as bona fide Australian. We can identify Vegemite as an Australian product. Certainly can. So in 2017, um, Australian dairy producers, the bigger group, actually purchased um, the the assets um, in a $460 million deal um, that returned Vegemite back home under Australian ownership. You do a business podcast, Simon. Um, this is an extraordinary success story as a product. Very rare to have, as I said, something going on this long. Yeah, and it has become part of the culture, you know, that idea of when you travel overseas, you take something with you, like, you know, like you'd take some Vogels or some Whitakers. Um, kind of interesting how much of it is breakfast stuff, like you want to take some of your favourite peanut butter and your your Vogels and yeah. your Vegemite with you overseas. And also kind of it's become a metaphor, you know. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like Vegemite. You can always put more on, but you can't take it out. Isn't it also because on the shelf it's got a very iconic looking design? You know, it is a real heritage thing. It, you know what it is straight away. But it just re- it so reminds me of being on a diet as a teenager because I would try right. to live on cruskets with Vegemite. Oh, uh, yeah. That wasn't great. You've no. got to add cheese. Yeah. So that, that, that's a good point, isn't it, uh, what Linda makes? It's also the imaging. It's the branding, Graham. You know, every single person will know that label, the logo, indeed the yellow jar. That's right, and I think, you know, you think of even the, the colour yellow, and it's vibrant, it's happy, it's fun, and I think that, that really goes along with what the brand has, has stood for, and they've maintained their consistency in that space for uh, for a long, long time now. And so do you think, as a product, uh, it shows no sign of slowing down? Is there a possibility it may well Vegemite go for... Is, 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 is any reason why it wouldn't go for another 100 years? Well, I don't think so. I mean, it's one of those enduring brands, and as others have, have sort of stated, it's 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 iconically Australian and, and and this part of the world. So if you, you're an expat, you're overseas. Um, it's it's one of the items that um, you might send somebody or or you might take huh. with you on your journey. Yeah, uh, you can, as you can imagine, Graham is dividing people. Kerry said, "Get real, Mama is the only spread worth mentioning." Uh, this is a, an Australian rubbish spread. Don't listen to them, Graham. Uh, you. You're among fans here. We all love it. Um, But is there going to be any celebrations? Is there any acknowledging of the century? 
Well, Vegemite on their website are, are certainly um, doing some celebrations. Um, there's some uh, different um, bits and pieces you can merchandise, you can you can pick up and uh, and and. Uh, take home and, and, and enjoy and commemorate the occasion. I think that most Australians will continue to, to use it as that sort of Swiss Army knife <laughs> of, of a product that it is. I mean, it's been used with, with avo on toast and, uh, and helps, helps with gravy and they, they rub it on potatoes to make them browner. Like, what can it do? <laughs> now, before you, before you go, um, someone asked, well, Ian Rotoroa asks, what came first, British Marmite or Australian Vegemite? Well, I am sorry to say that Marmite did come first, um, and Vegemite was uh, was the imitation. Um, but that doesn't mean that um, Vegemite is uh, is is inferior in any way. But yes, I must admit Marmite did come first. Good on you. Thank you very much, Graham. That's Graham Hughes there, uh, direct at the Griffith Business Lab at uh, Griffith University. So yeah, um, for you, is it Marmite or Vegemite, Simon? Because for me, it's absolutely Vegemite. I, you, you know what? Like, either one. I'm not super. I mean, I've got a big opinion on picks That's versus weird. picks versus picks and fog. <laughs> take a side. Take a side, Simon. But no, not, not, yeah. not, like, just don't really, don't, like, I'm team picks. Well, tell you what, I'm just loving the school trips coming through. Uh, your memories of your school trips and school camps are many. And, uh, well, here's one as an example. Kia Wallace. Michael says, my primary school trip was to watch cigarettes being made at Rothmans and Napier. <laughs> the bonus for teachers was... <laughs> Free fags. <laughs> they all received a six-pack of cigarettes. Not sure what the message was there. Then my high school trip was a visit to Mission Vineyards to watch wine. <laughs> school was a lot more fun. Um, uh, all the priests had a tipple while we waited in the bus. Those so were we're talking about your memories of your school trip. This from the Guardian article that said they're under threat in the UK, but gosh, there's some wonderful school trip memories coming through. That idea of actually just being out of the school gates, freedom, right? 2101, keep those coming uh, by text or by email. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. All right, it is a time for what we call the IBT on the panel. I've been thinking, Linda... Helen Ann, what's your IBT? Well, I've been thinking today about the good old road trip because I've just been on one. So I spent the last four hours driving down the coast from Northland today. So I've got my sand on my feet. I'm thinking about how GPS is a great invention, but how it's really ruined things for people because everyone taps in fastest route. And why are we always in such a rush? You know, it's a beautiful country and we're coming into summer. Just take the long way. You know, go the road you've never been down before. Stop at the op shops. Buy a coffee. You know, just support all the local businesses. And I I have to say I'm a bit biased because I grew up in a family where my dad just never stopped, not even for an ice block. And so I think you rebel against that, don't you? But I'd say the summer's coming. The sun is out in Northland today. Take the long way home. There's a, there's a song in that. Isn't there? <laughs> there's a song. Or is there a song? Is, there, is that a song? Uh, possibly Take the is. long way? It feels very... Yeah, thank Country you, Hamish. Roads. The Eagles. We've got an Eagles fan uh, there. Uh, take the long way home. Go the longer route. You might find that little ice cream store that's been underutilized. Op you shops might find everywhere. that. Op shop. You might find that um, 
that that cheese store in Mercer. Oh. Have you been to the cheese store? Oh, in Kaiwaka Mercer? has a great yeah. cheese store too. Disappointed to see the Puhoi cheese factory is closed for good though. I didn't know that. That was a bad, wrong okay. way, long right. way. Anyway, my, my, my favourite hat is from the Opotiki uh, op shop from twelve years ago. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, right. Thank you. Take the long way road. Take the long way uh, back to home, Simon Pound. I've been thinking. I've just been thinking about how we probably do need to move to a four-year political term as. The election, which, you know, is, is, isn't even really finished as uh, negotiations drag on, it kind of means with a three-year term, if, um, you know, it takes you six months to get your feet under the desk and know what you're up to, especially if there's a, a, a negotiation at the front, the last year is generally one that the next election kind of takes over um, the, 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 the focus of for at least the last half. So you lose, you lose a year out of your three-year term. So you've only got two years to get anything done. And... I don't know, on recent form, not a lot appears to be done in those two years. Could we make it four years? Could that then give us kind of a third more kind of getting stuff done time and also save us kind of the pain and frustration of an election uh, for an extra year? Okay, so you say that now and then you're in the middle of a government that you absolutely hate and you have another two years to go. You know, think about it. Think, think really hard about it before you say things like that. Well, I, I the, thought the, about that. Being in the midst of a four-year term, that's a long time. But you know how there's the kind of give them two goes kind of spirit in the, you know, history of New Zealand electing parties? Maybe if people are really making a hash of it after one decent term, then you'll give them the heave if it's, if it's not working out. But it just does kind of feel like... You know, there's some really big things that we have to do for infrastructure and climate and, you know, um, uh, migration settings and water and all the stuff. And it's very hard to do it if every two years you're, you're, you're back into election. What do you month. think, Linda? I do like the idea of only having an election campaign once every four years just because it's just so damn negative. Like, that's another thing mm. I was, as I was driving back from Northland in the happy sun sunshine, thinking, isn't it nice not to think about politics just for a little bit? And we only get to do that directly after an election. Don't we? So you get a longer break between elections because elections for many. I just whinge, uh, whinge, whinge. Isn't right? It? Is, that, is that all you hear? Oh gosh, we're so negative. Yeah. But what is she your, says being like, negative? It can't, it can't just be me. Like there must be a lot of people who, um, you know, would like to see if someone could actually get something done and cut down that cycle of elections. It just seems to come around so quickly. Goodness gracious me! I'm loving your school trips. My school trips. HMS Victory, the London Zoo, Stonehenge. They were all fantastic. I'm now in Upper Hutt, uh, says Peter. You are on the panel, uh, NZ National, by the way. It wasn't the Eagles, take the long way. It was Super Tramp. Sorry about that, panel of across the country. I'm blaming Hamish. You're on the panel, RNZ National. Stay with us. We're here after four.